0: TikTok is a goldmine for investor. No other platform can instantly create a breakout trend like TikTok. For investors, my advice is to skip the gurus telling you how to read technical stock charts and pay attention to whatever is trending. When you find a trend that involves a company's product, see if the company's public, buy the stock, watch it rocket to the moon, count your tendies. It is that easy, right? Well, not so fast. We we may have found the perfect trend. We're looking into the public company behind the product. And today on Dumb Money, we're going to show you what we found and whether we are investing in a big TikTok trend.
1: We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turned $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account.
2: The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. (laughs) That's not
0: us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money, welcome to Dumb Money Live. We are uh, going to get right into this trend that we discovered yesterday. And it seems it is a breakout trend on TikTok. The Google trends are backing that data up. We're gonna show you everything that we learned and we're gonna do that as soon as you smash the uh, like button for the YouTube algorithm. It really does help us out. So take a second and do that now. Chris, Jordan, good morning. Yesterday, uh, Jordan was bombarding our group text with uh, a trade idea. So if you will, Jordan, tell us what you found, and uh, how you discovered
2: it. <laughs> I was on Twitter yesterday. I didn't even find this one on TikTok, but it turns out this is a big trend on TikTok. Grown adults are eating and modifying Uncrustables to a large extent. So not only do people find these, I mean, look, I found a tweet yesterday of this pro baseball player, probably a 25-year-old grown man, walking out of the clubhouse with his <laughs> peanut butter and jelly Uncrustable.
0: Yes, Who <laughs> Cleveland there Indians. So that got me digging, right? so,
2: Chris, so I texted Chris because I'm like, man, people are saying these things are sold out. I looked on eBay and people are trying to resell boxes of Uncrustables right now for like $50, probably like a $10 to $15 <laughs> box of Uncrustables <laughs> because you can't find them anywhere. Because TikTok, apparently, and Chris found the actual TikTok videos. People are modifying these things either in air fryers or they're actually frying them like donuts. So they take they modify the uncrustable even more. They take out the little center and they turn it into like a little PB and J donut that they fry in oil. They, can you show
1: I don't video, know. Could you show the
0: Yes, here, yeah, here is it. a video of an uncrustable being fried and put in uh, powdered sugar there, and then uh, this is this is actually from our thumbnail. <laughs> the
1: the right. best part, you this, can't hear it crunch right there right when yeah, the she bites
0: price. into it there's like this crunch
2: it's <laughs> it like a full-on verified uh tick tock account
0: well isn't this like an ad though this this particular tick tock account uh,
1: no i uh, dude George, uh dave th- there are so many tick
0: tocks this is all this recipes who, who uh if who did this go- one
2: so first of all, if you go onto TikTok and just search Uncrustable, you can scan. I mean, they're video after video. The only concerning part is like 30% of them are DIY Uncrustables. So, you know, it doesn't the parent matter. Company is not going to get all the benefit unless they buy the peanut butter from the parent company. But it's still a big deal. People are buying these Uncrustables. The other thing is if you go to Google Trends, um, Uncrustables have been on a steady, steady rise for the past five years. And with like the big yeah. kicker in the past, I don't know, a few months.
1: Yeah, so, it, it, listen, it's, it, the TikTok trend of like deep frying or air frying those Uncrustables was super hot, started back in, really got hot in May, but yeah. it just kind of continued to go and now people are going back to college, back to school, they're talking about what they did back at home with these Uncrustables, Uncrustables are on their mind because they've seen it on TikTok, they remember how much they loved eating them when they were a kid, this is how, this is how marketing Works in a best case scenario. Like it's not marketing; it's just organic. Like brings it straight to the top of your mind, and now you're thinking about Uncrustables. And for, listen, I don't eat peanut butter or never have. But for most people, they love Uncrustables. They love the one they were it's Spanish, not just Peanut butter.
2: They do chocolate. They do. Uh, they're even doing like lunch meats. They've got Lunchable uh little mini taco things they've got all sorts of, you don't just it, have to eat the peanut butter and jelly
0: and you can really probably fry any of those right and turn a uh, a peanut butter yeah. like a, turn a bologna one into like a monte cristo
2: so you either fry it or people put them in air fryers or i've even seen people put them in uh little those little toaster ovens or just straight up the vertical toaster okay, and you know so- everything
1: it's all about novelty right now and 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 like going back to the 90s right and the two thousand like this is the you perfect say that, food Chris, trend. I
2: kind of agree with you, but I feel like these people are growing up. Um, and uh, look, the parent company is Smuckers, J.M. Smuckers, S.J.M., and they, uh, they, I've listened to the CEO. He said they've got like 20 something quarters of consistent growth for their uh, Uncrustable brand of products.
1: But so, they're blowing up now, Jordan, the growth yeah. that they've never seen growth like this. And this is right. like insane growth for Uncrustables. By the way, we're going to break down the trade if there is a trade here with the due diligence that we did to trying to vet this social arb uh, thesis that Jordan came up with. By the way, either Jordan is crushing it as a social arb trader right now, or like I have like really lost my touch to not see this when it started popping back in May. So Jordan, killer job, man! Like this, you just made my week, Jordan. When Jordan McLean starts texting us. A consumer bit, consumer product, social arb trade. I know that my life is complete. This is why I do this. And finally, Jordan is like so all in on this stuff. That means that every person that watches this show could eventually start doing this stuff uh, because this is not what you would think of as a Jordan trade, right? Like no No. chance. This
0: is The thing, so I basically, I looked into this a little bit but haven't actually invested and I don't think either of you have invested yet. So I love this kind of investment on a trend. It's really hard to find any kind of a pure play but how close are we to a pure play? Is is this big enough to have a material impact on the company's stock? Yes, i see the numbers. Right? Is right. there and anything? So is there anything else going on that that could like derail this? Okay, okay, so I want to talk about that piece. If you look at the
2: breakdown of what the company does, we're talking they do like 30% of their sales of their revenue are coffee, um, like 25% pet food. And both of those, I mean, we're talking real boomer brands. We're talking like Milk Bone for, uh, for the pet products. And uh, uh, what, what's the cat's brand? They've got like uh, it's, uh I, Mets, I, got I think. They uh, are and then so on the up. coffee side, they've got like Folgers and things like that. So we're not talking like hip, innovative products here. We're talking like... Boomer staples and the you know, just in that main, hey, Island Jordan,
1: folders coming back, man. Folgers is actually has been on a comeback, yeah. There's a folder's yeah. comeback, believe it or not, because we're all going back to those brands. And people are like, you know what, for instant coffee, Folgers actually kind of rocks. You know, so, like, I just, I just noticed something on their uh... at
2: home products, which Duncan, um, you know, I mean, they're they don't own obviously Duncan, but they own just the consumer Duncan, you know, it's been hot, coffee. yeah, but I I remember right.
0: other hot i we we our other TikTok trade was duncan when uh yep. charlie d amelio was uh being you know sponsoring their or being i guess paid to promote their coffee and uh that was a public company at the time they've since gone private but it, it, it's kind of reminiscent of that and as i look at these meow mix oh, that's chris you're, you're the cat guy is that is that a hot brand you would never know
2: so anybody that really cares about their cat would never buy meow mix that's like it's like buying them Taco Bell or something like that. It's not, it's not a high quality product from what I can tell.
1: Okay, but here's the here's the meat of it. This is why people watch a show, because nobody wants to go do three or four hours of research on Smuckers and all their brands and read the earnings transcript. I know, and, I and, and That's why step- I was just waiting
0: for you to do the research for That's me.
1: That's what I did! Of course I had to do it, because I had to do it, man. And I'm gonna deliver it to you in two minutes. Okay, here, 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 are, the, here are the cliff notes. We're not financial advisors, so don't trade on yeah. this information. This is what led to my trade decision, okay? And my trade decision only, you do your own homework, guys. So they've been growing earnings 7.5% historically, but uh, that slowed down. They d- did have a huge pop during COVID. Obviously, stay at home. Everybody's drinking at-home K-Cups. They do a huge K-Cup business. K-Cups are huge for them, right? Um, Also, just coffee in general, uh, all the stuff they have, peanut butter and jelly. Are you kidding me? These are all COVID, COVID products. So we're out of COVID now, and what's happening? The one thing we want to look at as social art traders is we have a trend that's validated. Uncrustables are hot, hot, hot. I think they're going to stay hot. It's a huge category for them. Jordan, you said it's 5% of their revenue. They're going to crush it with Uncrustables. But are there other things happening at the company that could be more meaningful or needle moving than Uncrustables? Because if so, then we have to take that into account. And here's the issue. What they're battling right now is commodity inflation. They're battling ingredient inflation. They're battling massive transport costs. They're battling massive increases in costs for packaging, okay? Also, there's been an increase in costs for coffee, which is the bulk of their business due to weather issues in Brazil, okay? On top of all of that, we now have the recovery trade, which in a lot of ways works directly against this company and everything they're about. However, the recovery trade hasn't really come back yet because of D-Variant, okay? But if we get through D-Variant in the next few months and the recovery trade starts to really kick in and people start using less K-Cups because they start drinking at Starbucks a little bit more often, that could potentially crush a division which is way bigger than the Uncrustables division. Also, if you're concerned that these commodity prices are not going to lighten up anytime soon and transport and all of this stuff they're dealing with with packaging, there's so many issues going on that could impact this company in a way bigger way than their ramp up of the Uncrustables business Then I'm looking at this as a whole, guys, and Jordan completely nailed the Uncrustables trade, got me really excited. But when I did the homework, there are too many other levers here in the business that are unpredictable. So, I cannot trade Smuckers based on the Uncrustables trend, even though I really, really want to. And if Uncrustables was a standalone business, I might put a third
2: of my portfolio in it today, but it's not. So, I'm out. So, I'm not totally out on it like Chris. I'm going to watch it. So, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to pause, watch the stock. If we get a good little dip, I might pick up a little bit. Nothing crazy. You like that
1: value play. You just can't, you can't stay away from a value play, can you? You just can't stay away from it. (laughs) And it is about, a lot of people view it as a value play. And so Jordan's seeing
2: it. My biggest danger isn't any of the things that you talked about, because I think those things will uh, solve themselves over time. To me, it's the shift towards more artisanal type products. And so the meow mix I could see being under pressure and Folgers I could see being under pressure. I don't consume those things, obviously the cat food, but on the coffee side, I'm a Lavazza person, Um, you know, illy if I'm feeling a little fancy, but I do not go for those bargain basement uh, coffee brands. Would you
1: admit there's a lot going on here, though, in in their business lines that are active things going on other than Incrustables, and you have to pay attention to that on, on this trade, right?
2: Well, they've even mentioned that they've had trouble sourcing peanuts and things like that, so it's not just... Uh, but, you know, they're a business, right? And they'll figure out how to deal with these things. Uh, think, also, Jordan, Nutrish... Nutrition. Nutrition.
1: Nutrish is one of their largest pet brands, uh, I guess dog brands, uh, dog food brands, and it is not doing well. They're really disappointed with the growth. They spent a lot on marketing. They even admitted in their last earnings transcript that the marketing has not been producing. That concerns me. I have flashbacks to our Burger King uh, Popeye's trade where T.R. Horton screwed us. Like, as soon as I read that, I'm like, this is what it, they keep mentioning us over and over again. Nutris, Nutris, Nutris. I'm like, dude, the market doesn't seem to care that much about encrustables right this second because they can't right. ramp up the business that quickly, Jordan, right? Like they can only grow it so fast. They're, they're not able to keep it in inventory. So if they could triple the, the production of encrustables, well, I you, would- You realize are working on that. So
2: there's a December article that I think I sent you, it was a Bloomberg article that they, um, it was in December, 2020, they were talking about adding more production lines for Uncrustables and maybe even building a new uh, facility for which to make more Uncrustables. And so they realized that this is one of the big growth portions of their business. Now, we don't really know the exact size of it now. They basically have estimated that it could grow to be 5% of the total business, 20% of their you know, food line, which is just uh, pretty much peanut butter, jelly and Uncrustables. So it's not huge, but I think it, it could be meaningful.
0: So I've been thinking about it, and uh, this is also not one that I'm going to touch. There's just too many other things going on at the company. And I think this is a perfect example of when you think you find the perfect investment and you look into it a little bit more and just there's too much. Folgers is too big of a piece of their portfolio for Uncrustables to make me want to invest. Although I do. I actually, uh, I haven't had an Uncrustable for probably 10 years, but I kind of want one. So... EBay, the, 50 thing, the thing that I'm going to get out of this is I'm going to I'm going to track down an uncrustable and have it delivered probably today if I can find one
1: <laughs> for fifty bucks.
0: <laughs> 50 no, no, bucks. I'm not I'm not irrational.
1: Hey, hey, I do want to say this, Jordan, killer job, uh, surfacing this one, man. I'm so proud. This is like, but I
2: think this, this is finished. a good process, right? So this just this is more about process. This is a good. You identify something, and then you go down the line. This kind of shows what we need to look at to figure out if it's good or bad. This one, not great. It might be okay. Um, I wouldn't call it bad, but not great.
1: It, 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 listen, it was a great, it was a great trade thesis. I loved it. We, we vetted it. I'm not in, but like I love going through the process. And and I expect you to bring at least one of these a week now, every week going forward, Jordan.
0: So, <laughs> so the challenge has been issued.
1: <laughs> uh, Dave, by the way, yes. I am working on a couple different uh, tr- other trades theses. One of them is related to a what could be the hottest IPO of the year that I think is super off radar for a lot of people. That show is coming up maybe
0: tomorrow. Do you think or... you'll, be to, you'll be able to get everything done by tomorrow? Because I would love to talk uh, maybe. about that tomorrow.
1: Maybe, maybe there's another show about a partnership that I think could be game changing. You just have to subscribe and also hit that notification bell because we're our times on these episodes because now that we're back in real life, Jordan's has meetings, Dave has meetings. Uh, it could be any time during the day. So please hit the notification
0: bell. We'll be back tomorrow. That's it. We're done money. We'll see you then.